Hey, good evening. This is Nemo, your host of the Afro-Brit Ramblings Show, where I just kind of ramble. And I hope that you will be part of my show and you will also join me in as a co-host at some point and tell me about the issues that you've dealt with, with depression, emotional stress, stress itself, living with a chronic illness, and infertility. And these are all part of my stories and also about how we embrace the concepts of treatment, especially in the first world. Today, I'm going to end the week of mental health and stress with letting you know about my journey with chronic illness, specifically fibromyalgia. I'll also tell you some really funny things that actually stress me with my fibromyalgia and they hopefully are the same for you or they are things that will probably come up at some point in your life. I was diagnosed with fibromyalgia in January 2015 after two years of suffering from chronic pain. I had undergone a lot of stress emotionally and work-wise because of the austerity cuts and changes in mental health services where I worked, not to mention that I had had several procedures due to cancer threats that resulted with some other negative um, news and I couldn't handle it because it was back to back to back uh, for two years. I also lost family members, close friends, literally one after the other. So I had no place to grieve, so my body shut down and it took in all the grief, all the stress. In October 2013, I had my first nervous breakdown at the age of 43. I just went all fall down, all fall down. I can't remember five months of my life but what resulted later was fibromyalgia where I believe how I describe it is a trip switch in my brain so when you put too much pressure on a switch it trips so my neurotransmitters because of taking in too much at some point tripped and therefore send pain messages to my muscles and to my tendons and to my joints at a level that not most people can handle. There was also the additional part that I was going through menopause and I was also uh, depressed. So I was diagnosed with depression in August 2012. The multitude of issues took their toll on my body. It's been now two years and one of the decisions I had to make was to leave work because it affected my mobility a lot is that stress is not part of my life. It cannot be part of my life until I figure out how to manage my nervous system. In 2015 October, the World Health Organization finally accepted fibromyalgia as a central nervous disorder. For years, historically, it was treated as hysteria among women because it affects more women than men, but it also affects children. So this was great 
but because nobody knows the cause and nobody knows the cure we then get fed with either antidepressants and opioids and therefore it's may the odds be with you fibromyalgia is caused by either emotional stress abuse in your life there is illness there is operations there's also just general stress a lot of stress there's also car accidents and also generally it just turns up nobody knows the reason and because doctors believe it's in your head they tend to treat you with psychological therapies and don't actually deal with the actual body pain but many times now they put us on opioids you will have heard about the opioid crisis in the US but it's more or less the street opioids because in the UK if you are on opioids you sign for the medication and you are responsible for it if there are signs of addiction many GPs will pull you off the drug real quick they are very strict like that it's been a hard 2 years it's been hard adjusting not to work it's been hard not being myself it's hard not to have somebody here with me because my family lives in the African continent in Kenya some of them and there's my little sister in the states and then me in the middle I'm on my own and the, well let's say the guy I really like is actually in Kenya So that doesn't really help because living in diaspora what most people don't realize it's a very individualistic society. If you're not part of the church crew or if you're not part of a certain clique then it becomes difficult for you especially if you are single and you do not have children. So the two years have been quite traumatizing but have taught me about living on my own. So here are my think three main things that I deal with and I would advise you to use if you suffer from fibromyalgia as tools choose peace choose every morning when you wake up to be at peace before you hit that floor you decide my world is full of peace and despite the outside circumstances that you will respond or choose not to respond to what's going on The key thing is not to get your nerves rattled. I know as a parent I'm sure it must be very hard with the needs of children, a husband, but I believe that if you have a family you should learn to communicate. Let them know that you can't do today or you can't do tomorrow. This is what you need. I know we have the downside where people don't believe us because they don't see the pain. But I think that in a natural hopefully functional home you can communicate so peace not negotiable communication very important the second thing third thing actually i choose to live i choose not to exist in pain i choose to be happy in that day well, apart from winter days which i don't really like but so i bought myself two radios and so i have one in my room and one in my bathroom and oh yes i do have one in my kitchen so i have three so i have music around me so three things my friends 
choose peace, communicate, and please make yourself the first person. It is hard, it is difficult. Now to the funnies. There is one thing about fibromyalgia that's very interesting. Try putting on Spanx and your body is aching. So we all put on Spanx, you know, after a certain age and when things have gone south. And so your back's aching and your arms are paining and you're trying to pull up the Spanx. And it is like a whole workout with sweat and pain. I sit down for more than 15 minutes trying to put on Spanx, not because it's hard, but because sometimes my joints are stiff, I can't pull up the Spanx, so I have to sit and take it one at a time, or I discover my thighs sometimes, I got a little bit chunky, and just pulling them up is work. So those are the funny things about having stressful episodes. I call it my gird up my loins exercise when I put on Spanx. The other one is my favorite. I wake up in the middle of the night and go to the bathroom. For some reason, because I am asleep, I will sleep on the toilet seat. It could be 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Literally, my body slumps and I fall asleep. And it's only when my Glutus maximus, my butt as I call it, gets numb is when I wake up and discover, whoops, I've been here for about 20 minutes. So there are some funny things that I find hilarious with my illness. But living with a chronic illness on a very serious note is not funny. It is tough for us who suffer fibromyalgia. And as I end this week, I want to give a shout out to all my friends who suffer from fibromyalgia. Petra Davis, who always stands up with me. Maria McFarlane, hyphen something as I call it. Thank you so much. And the Afro-Caribbean group that shares and prays and stands together through this difficult time. Have a great weekend. I'm sure I want to catch up with you with this royal wedding. Take care. Kwaheri.